Hello again, and welcome back to another episode of Chappy Chats. This week I've been finishing up my reading and the three books that I've been reading. Also looking at this last year with COVID and all the upset over the way society's going and the riots and the upset over moral questions has led me to, in this episode, talk about some questions. I started this podcast as an idea of looking at life lessons I'd learned from the jail and from life in the church. But today I want to talk about life in itself and how we approach life and what our worldview is and what my reading has shown me. And just so you know, my reading comes from the Bible. It comes from people that disagree with the Bible, and it comes from the Stoics and other philosophers. But one question that has been dogging my mind as I contemplate this is, what is the basis? For instance, I may not list all of them, but I know it's temperance, justice, courage, and wisdom, I believe, are the four stalwarts that Ryan Holiday talks about in the podcast that I listen to. And then others talk about uh, the human existence and uh, where that human existence came from and how we make decisions or not make decisions. And so out of all of that, I have some questions today. Now, I've unashamedly told you that I'm a Christian. I believe in the Bible. I believe that there is a God who created and gave order to this place. And I believe in the redemptive work of His Son. But that doesn't mean everybody believes that way. But I want to point out some things and see if you could do some thinking on your own. I don't ever want to tell you how to think or really try to change your thinking, but I do want to challenge your thinking, as I have tried to challenge my thinking all throughout my life by looking at every aspect and angle that I could look at a problem from. So here goes for this week. And this may be a little longer. I apologize for that, but I want to get some points across. With all the turmoil that we've had, and we've had calls for social justice and justice in general, and for people not to be bigoted and prejudiced and not to look at one group or another group as superior or inferior. Well, I agree that there's injustices in the world because we're human beings. And through my faith, I have a reason for that. But let's set my faith aside for a moment and let's ask some questions. Some basic questions are like, where did we come from? What is our purpose? Man has been asking these questions ever since man has existed on this planet. And basically, there are two major views. Now, I know you could go out and research and say, yeah, there's a lot more views, but two major views. And one is that there is a source outside of ourselves, a creator, a designer of all that we know, or there was this happening back in time that slowly over time evolved into what we know as society today. And human beings are part of that evolution. Now, one of the problems in this is, is that if that is true, how do we explain some things? And that's what I want to talk about today. How do we explain consciousness? How do we explain that we are aware of ourselves, that we have thoughts about others, that we have thoughts about the life that we're living? How do we explain those things in each of these overarching worldviews of design or by happenstance, evolution, just it all got together at the right time, in the right way, and boom, here we are today, all these millions of years later, 
we have what we call our human society. Well, that's important to answer today because if consciousness is not given to us by design, does anything really matter? Does injustice matter? Does justice matter? Is there such a thing as temperance or wisdom or even courage? Do these things exist apart from being a set of chemical reactions within our brain, which is just part of the evolutionary process that we're going through? Well, in my reading that I've been doing lately, there are certainly people that believe that that's all it is. All the emotions we have, all these things, I could liken it to the matrix. They really don't exist. They're an illusion. Love is an illusion. It's simply a chemical reaction from the evolutionary process. Justice doesn't exist because we're living in an illusion. Well, if we really are living in an illusion and all these things are simply chemical reactions and they're chemically induced, but they're not real, or another aspect of that, not only are they chemical things induced within our brain, but they are just mechanics because, after all, we're just mechanical beings that are reacting from chemical reactions that move us forward and through this thing we call life. If that is true, then there would be no evil, would there? There would be no goodness. For an illusion is an appearance of something that doesn't exist. And yet I submit to you that many of you know what evil is, and you know what love is, and you know what hate is, and you know what is just and what is unjust. But you see, that's the dilemma we're in today. If we do not recognize that there's some kind of design to this and some kind of choice that we can make and that we can choose evil or good, that we can choose justice or injustice, we can be temperate or intemperate, we can be courageous or cowardly, then what does it matter? It's on an illusion, and it really isn't there. I don't believe that. I believe it's important that each and every one of us face the fact that we are responsible for our choices. We are responsible for cultivating those things which are good in our life. And that can only come if we finally answer the question, is there a design to this life we live? Is there something inherently different about mankind? Because mankind thinks and has a conscience and is consciously aware of his surroundings, of his choices, and of what he's doing? That's an important question that we need to answer today. Because otherwise, everything is just an exercise in futility. Because it doesn't exist, except in our mind as a chemical reaction. Another problem with this is, is if love, let's take that for one example, is just a chemical reaction, is there Anything really different between the love of a child and the love of a wife, a husband? Is there any difference at all between any love? And if there is no difference between any love, how can we rule out that love in any way, in any form, should not be pursued? After all, it's just a satisfaction of a chemical urge. But I don't believe most people feel that way. Or if something is considered evil, is that just your evil? Does it have to be my evil too? Or if something is good, is that my good? 
or you're good. If there is no basis, if there is no source or foundation to our faith, whatever we have faith in, and as I told you in an earlier podcast, we all have faith. We have faith in science. We have faith in ourselves. We have faith in God. We have faith in a philosophy. But all of us have faith. But does our faith have a foundation that will stand the test of time? That's the question I want you to research this week. I want you to look at this idea of whether God is important or not. Because we've been shoving him out of way for a long time. We've been shoving the idea of morality outside of ourselves aside for a long time. We have said simply that morality is a product of what we choose to be good or bad within ourselves because, after all, the self is the most important thing. But yet, if the self is the most important thing, how does that equate to someone else? Because, again, what they perceive as their need may be something they have to take from us, whether it be our dignity or so far as our life. I really want you to think about that this week. What is your foundation of life and your worldview built on? Ask yourself, can I consistently live the way I say I believe? Can I consistently carry out my life based on my worldview of everything starts with me or everything is outside of me? In other words, does your life have a source outside of yourself or are you simply a set of chemical reactions that just goes through life like a robot. I'll end with this story. And it is a story about my faith, but it helps me explain and maybe help you understand where I'm coming from. Kierkegaard told a parable of a king who wanted to marry and feel love. And he observed this young peasant girl who was very beautiful. And she watched as she walked through the marketplace below. And this young lady was pleasant and kind in all of her dealings with everyone. Not just beautiful on the outside, but beautiful on the inside from the description of the parable. And he watched her without her ever knowing that he was watching from the palace. And he waited and he watched her several days. And then he decided, how could he have her to love him? As king, he could demand it and make her do it, but that would not be love. So one day he decided that he would take off his crown and take off his royal robes and he would enter into her world. Now to me that makes a lot of sense, that there is a source outside of me that directs my life. What source directs your life? Is it something tangible, something concrete, something you can put your finger on? Or is it all happenstance? Can you point to a beginning of human life and a sustaining of that human life through a consciousness that is aware of the reality around them? Or are you simply a blob of neurons and protons and chemical reactions that lives in an illusion, something that is not real and does not exist and comes to a finite end? I don't believe that, but it's your choice. I believe in an infinite life I hope you're blessed, protected, and favored this week as you consider the question I've proposed to you.